Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. The end of the year brought exciting news and an update to one of the stories we covered last year about the availability of the opioid overdose reversal drug naloxone, often known by its brand name Narcan. Southwest Airlines will now include naloxone on flights. That's thanks in part to Baldwin resident John Gall and other advocates who've been lobbying the airline to include the drug in its onboard emergency kits. John witnessed the medication's ability to save lives firsthand when he stepped in to administer Narcan to a fellow passenger on a Southwest Airlines flight in October 2022. He spoke with me about that moment on our show last year. Uh, I've been flying business, you know, related issues for with Southwest for 40 years now. So when they issued uh, me on an early bird uh, ticket, they issued me B44 and 45. I was like, something's wrong here, okay. you know. So anyway, um, I went up to the ticket counter and said, no, that's right. So we were in the back two-thirds of the plane. And honestly, Elaine, there was a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, 45 minutes into the air. There was this scream, and it was the aisle right across from us, you know, the seats in the aisle right across from us. And uh, so flight attendants, you know, converged on that spot and said, do we have any first responders? And I was right there. I was one seat away. So I mm-hmm. jumped up and said, yeah, this, we need help. So I, I, you know, grabbed a young man from underneath his arms. Another uh, gentleman came up, grabbed his feet, and we pulled him back into the galley and laid him down. Mm-hmm. And then we started the process from there. Um, and it was more than, you know, a direct issue. It was, yeah. There was a lot of give and take in the process. Mm-hmm. Now, was your response in that situation almost instantaneous, John, or did you have any apprehension about doing something? Uh, I had no apprehension because the person was hanging halfway out in the aisle. Um, He had beads of sweat on his forehead. He had uh, vomit on the side of his face. He was totally passed out. Uh, As a matter of fact, I didn't get 10 feet down the aisle when I yelled out to my Mary. I said, throw me in the Narcan. And so she took her purse out and did that. Okay. And was that because you had seen previously people who had been in that condition before? I had the training, and I saw enough uh, footage uh, of other people being in that predicament that I didn't want to get all the way in the back of the plane and not be prepared. And was there some special reason you had? I mean, you said that Mary had the Narcan in her purse. Was there some special reason she had it on that particular flight? Or No. No? No. Uh, I, I had it up in my backpack, but that was up in the luggage rack, so I knew she could get to it quicker mm-hmm. and throw it to me while still carrying this guy. Yeah. And so uh, that was that was the whole point there. Um, did I know it at that time? No. But uh, knowing what's going on around our world, uh, it, uh, it, it, it just made sense to bring it back there with me because I had no idea whether or not uh, Southwest, you know, supplied that in their first aid kit. Despite the young man's being unresponsive for several minutes, the overdose reversal nasal spray administered by John and the doctor brought the passenger back to life within minutes of administration. When we shot him with the Narcan, we put the oxygen mask on and roll him in the, uh, on his side in the rescue position. Within three minutes, he had come back to life. Yeah. So uh, this is, that 
it cemented in my mind why we call this the Lazarus drug. Yeah. I saw someone come back to life. Mm-hmm. John was spurred by what happened. He began a letter-writing campaign, starting with Southwest Airlines. Well, sadly, um, the response was uh, less than what I had hoped for. Um, I had basically uh, explained the situation, and my my request of them was, you know, number one, please start carrying Narcan on your flights, and number two, train your crews to use it, because this did happen. And their response basically was, thanks for being a good Samaritan. Here's a $150 coupon for your next mm, flight. Okay. Um, and so, you know, sadly, um, I didn't stop there. I, I reached out to uh, uh, Tony Messenger at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Pulitzer Prize winner, you know. So he, he wrote a really <laughs> nice article. Right. And uh, people started calling me, say, what can I do? And so, you know, uh, I've, I've asked them to obviously write uh, uh, CEO Bob at, uh, at Southwest uh, and as well as uh, the FAA, as well as the Department of Transportation. Um, I've actually written our U.S. senators, um, Hawley and, and, and Schmidt, n- nothing in return. I, I do want to give a shout out to U.S. Uh, Rep. Uh, Ann Wagner, my area. At least she did respond. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, um, again, I, 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 I think this is one of those issues that uh, if we do not take action, more and more people are going to die. About seven months after I spoke with John Gall, he read a Wall Street Journal article about allergic reactions on planes and how the FAA is reviewing emergency medical kit requirements. And then the second last paragraph, it made mention that Southwest was now going to start, as of December of 23, was now going to start carrying Narcan on their planes. Federal officials require planes to stock epinephrine, nitroglycerin tablets, and other drugs to handle allergic reactions, heart problems, and other issues. Flights are also required to have automatic external defibrillators on board. The Federal Aviation Administration does not require airlines to carry naloxone in their medical kits. United, American, and Delta do include the drug in their kits. And Southwest will be updating its onboard medical kits throughout the year until the entire fleet has the new stock, according to a spokesperson for the airline. While John is excited to see Southwest's policy change, he would like to see airlines require crew training on how to administer the opioid reversal drug naloxone. I I feel blessed (laughs) that uh, that we're moving in the right direction. Um, I hate to sound like a, ca- a cup, uh, you know, half empty, um, but the fact is, is um, it's going to be important not only to have Narcan on uh, all commercial flights, but we have to have uh, crew members who are trained to administer it. We were blessed that there were three or four, you know, doctors and nurses on that flight, you know, back in November of, uh, or October of 22. That's not always going to be the case. So if they're going to rely on first responders to, to, to jump to the charge, um, honestly, you know, you, you, you've got such a short window before brain damage uh, starts to set in. You only have like seven minutes 
to deprive your brain of oxygen before you know you start seeing signs of brain damage. And and we were right at that precipice uh, between all the going back and forth with the captain and you know you know trying to uh, get them to use let us use the the first aid kit and all those kinds of things. Uh, we were right at that you know at that knife's edge of seven minutes. Nicole Dossie, the executive director of Prevent Ed, believes everyone should carry naloxone. The drug is easier to obtain than ever since the FDA allowed the opioid overdose reversal medication to be sold directly to consumers last year. Nicole taught John Gall and his wife how to administer naloxone in 2020. You know, John and Mary came to the training because they knew that we were having it. We've worked with John for years. Um, we offer the trainings free of charge. And we're talking about trainings, and people are probably like, ooh, that's a lot of time. I don't have that time commitment. If you don't have an hour or two, sometimes we go really in-depth and talk about substance use disorder and really the mechanisms of how opioids work and how Narcan combats it on the brain with the receptors and all that. We don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll have a loved one come in and just pop into our office and say, I'm concerned about my fill-in-the-blank. Can you teach me how to use Narcan in case I need it. And we can do a literal 10 minutes. Here are the signs. Here's what you're looking for. Here's how to administer it. You need to do CPR in between the doses because each box Mm -hmm. carries two doses. So you'll put one up your nose. Mm -hmm. You should be doing CPR this whole time. If they come back, great. Odds are they probably will not right away. So you're going to give it a couple minutes and put the other spray the other dose up their mm, nostril. Okay. Now, hopefully you will have called 911. Who should carry it? Everyone. I have it in my purse. Many times we hear people say, oh, I don't need that. I don't know anyone that uses drugs. Hmm. We all know somebody, but guess what? We all fly on planes. We all go to the grocery store. We all are at a park. The time I had to use it, I was at the farmer's market for Pete's sakes. Oh, okay. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, what would you say to those who might be hesitant to yeah. carry naloxone, you know, particularly with people who are concerned about the possibility of jumping into an emergency responder type of role? Well, there's a couple of reasons why people don't want it, right? Number one, they don't think that it will ever happen to them. Number two, they think that there's some sort of liability, right? That if, if as John, you know, if he gave it to this man on the plane and heavens to Betsy, like maybe he didn't need it, or maybe the man woke up very combative, like does that pose any sort of liability to John? Mm -hmm. The answer is no. But there's also some people who are scared of coming near someone Mm -hmm. who has had an overdose because of misinformation about what, how fentanyl and heroin is like spread yeah and so people don't want to get close to someone for fear not of covid anymore that Mm -hmm. that was a fear during covid i don't want to get too close i don't want to get covid now it's i don't want to get exposed to that fentanyl and i don't want anything to happen to me Mm -hmm. short answer is that's all myths yeah it will not you, you will not get anything by touching someone or anything like that mm-hmm. and what would I say if you're John and you have the chance to save a life a human being why would you not do that yeah. if you had access to an EpiPen would you hesitate if you had access to a defibrillator would you hesitate you wouldn't you wouldn't 
That was part of my conversation with Nicole Dossey and John Gall last May. To learn more about what it means to carry naloxone, why you might consider carrying it, and what needs to happen for the life-saving medication to reach more of those who need it, check out the podcast episode linked on our Facebook page. Just search for St. Louis on the Air. And while you're there, consider following our Facebook group. It's where we post our reflections on the stories you hear on air, as well as some behind-the-scenes footage. This episode was produced by Emily Woodbury. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.